0: Right now at LL Flooring, the sales tax is on us. Save on a gorgeous new floor and we'll cover the sales tax on top of our already low prices. Get spring Black Friday savings up to 15% off more than 200 styles of hardwood, waterproof vinyl, laminate, and more. Plus, we'll cover the sales tax on everything in our Virginia stores until Tuesday, March 22nd. Visit llflooring.com for details, valid in Virginia, and only at LL Flooring. From inspiration to installation, find the floor you'll love. art of relationships radio show is copyrighted no one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself Greg tozinski or the art of relationships thank you welcome to the art of relationships radio show Greg welcomes live calls from listeners and helping with numerous marital and relationship problems there will be no more tit-for-tat arguments Greg gets to the root of couples challenges in a rapid matter-of-fact format Plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. To others, he's simply known as Detroit's love guru. <laughs> hey, everybody, welcome back. This is uh, Greg Dazinski, licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. Relationship and sex specialist, Yeah, babies. <clears throat> Happy what is today? Wednesday? I can't even think what day of the week it is. Uh Crystal, hey, welcome. Peace. Hopefully everybody's doing okay. Um let's see. Check out my website as always, theartofrelationships.org And give me a call. If you have any questions, any comments, whatever, give me a call live 313. 313- Six one four nine one nine eight. Okay, and you can join the discussion as well. And if you share the video on your timeline, you'll get a chance to uh, win a copy of my book right here, The Relationship Guide: Tools to Ignite Love and Intimacy. Um, you will get a PDF slash ebook version of that. I will announce the winners. There's three winners per episode. Uh, and I'll announce those on Friday So hopefully everybody's doing okay And the week is going smooth We're looking for some warmer weather <coughs> Up here uh, in Michigan this week Which will be cool, we need it It's been a long, long winter, too long And talking about, you know, people complain about the weather We say, you know, in Michigan here, it changes every five minutes So people complain, boo-hoo, about the weather I don't like it either But talking about complaining Griping, fighting, arguing about the weather. How many people argue and fight in a relationship on a continuous basis? Okay. And I'm going to talk about those aspects right here. Is the fighting killing your relationship? Or maybe in the past, that it has killed your marriage or relationship because it's constant fighting and arguing. That you are trying so hard for your partner to hear you. Okay, to listen to you, to hear what you have to say and it never happens. Maybe your partner felt or is currently feeling that you know, you're know you feeling they don't care. You don't care about what they feel. Okay, You just wanna get your point across. And we all know about people in our lives, personal, professional, whatever you wanna call it, when you go to say something, they're not even listening. They're not even paying attention. The only thing they're paying attention to is ready to talk back, ready to, you know, get their ammunition going, if you were, their verbal assault on us, and they're not even listening to us. Do you sort of sense that in your own relationship, in your own marriage, and ask yourself, are you a good listener, okay, and what does that mean, right? First, you know, are you listening completely, fully, are you fully attentive? Are already, you're getting preconceived notions, as soon as they open their mouth, You already assume you're being attacked. You're being um, ridiculed, belittled, criticized. Maybe not, right? Maybe those are the same people they are going to do that. We'll get into that in a minute. But maybe, you know what, you need to show the respect and be able to listen what they have to say. And I tell people the trick to listening, especially in relation, well, crap, maybe not only in relationships, is looking at you know what what that person feels you know try to understand what that person is feeling if it's hurt if it's lack of respect if it's maybe they're angry or mad if you pay attention and you address those feelings right even if you're wrong okay are you mad no i'm just hurt that type of thing it's okay to be wrong and it's going to help subdue and reduce the fighting and the angry tendency tendencies when one person you know feels hurt feels like they're you know, having that attention on them, chances are the fighting is going to subside, and you're gonna have a lot better, healthier relationship or marriage, okay? So try to reduce uh, those aspects by listening, you know, paying attention, by paying attention, try to key in on what that person is feeling. You can guess that, you know, like I said, they're angry, they're mad. You can be wrong, but that's okay. That means you're paying attention and you're trying to find out what is going on with that person, instead of getting defensive and continuing the arguing and the fighting and the back and forth, you don't get me, you don't understand me, and it turns into a tit-for-tat situation on a daily basis, maybe, Cynthia, hey, welcome. Not only, you know, I I talk about the fighting all the time, and, you know, the name-calling that people get into, I never condone Name calling okay. If you're playing around goofy, maybe you have your pet sexual names for you guys during you know foreplay or during sex, that's cool. I'm you know, whatever, but I'm talking about the derogatory comments. We all know you know, ends up with the a word, ends up with the b word, you know, and I'm not talking about you, jerk, you mean person, not at all. Okay, you know where I'm going with this a lot of times. That is going to start the process of killing the emotional trust. It's going to kill the emotional connection if there is one between you. It's going to start chipping away at it, if not really breaking away at the emotional trust. Because a lot of people, oh, I think, you know, you're you're this, you're that, all the name-calling, those aspects. When we step away from that, how many people, I might be guilty of that too, do you really think that? Do you really think I'm... Um, this? Do you really think I'm that that you called me? And everybody assumes, right? And tries to justify and rationalize. You know what? They were angry. They were hurt. They were mad. I get why they said that. But in the back of our head, maybe not even in the back, maybe in the forefront here, we're wondering, we're thinking, do they really think I am this way? You know Do they? Is that what they feel about me? Is that what they think about me? So you understand where that emotional disconnect is can come from. Name-calling should not happen, okay, and fighting, arguing. Greg, I know people are rolling their eyes, that's impossible, I get heated, I get all this, we're human, things happen, but you need to apologize, and you need to show genuine remorse and guilt for your actions. You, know, you made me so mad, everybody starts, you know, arguing and fighting, whatever, don't call, you call me a name and all this stuff, whoa, well, you made me so mad, again, You're blaming the other person for your actions. You need to own your actions. No matter if you're hurt, you're upset. Stop the name-calling, okay? Stop the belittling. Stop the degradation of each other. (coughs) Excuse me. And, you know, try to work on the issue. Number one, you go after the feelings. Go after the emotional aspects in listening to one another, okay? Um, If you think about the last argument, the first, you maybe last disagreement you've had recently you know how did it go and there's usually patterns to how they go right one person might withdraw the other person gets really really mad the other one shuts down so the other one really really mad feels like the other one doesn't care right it doesn't mean they don't care they just don't want to argue they don't want to maybe they don't like confrontation they don't want to argue and it's this dog chasing its tail routine that goes back and forth okay if you handle the situation with the fighting and arguing whatever you know what ask them what's going on did I make you mad it might not be anything about you okay there are people out there we all know they have anger issues right they might have intermittent explosive disorder and I don't like labels whatever however they have a hard time controlling their anger and the rage and all that aspect those people they need to get help see a professional to try to work through and get some strategies in place to, you know, maybe calm the rage, if you will, okay. But and it's very difficult to deal with in a relationship because a lot of people, when you start, you know, talking about issues, your number one fear is that oh God, it's going to create an argument. It's going to start calling, you know, start calling me names. I'm going to start, you know, I want to get out of this situation, and I feel trapped. And also, we're in this pattern. And it goes back and forth the tit for tat. You're this, you're that, da, da 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 And then the issue at hand, you're left thinking, what the hell were we arguing about? What we were we trying to talk about, okay? How many people can relate to this? Give me a call, 313-614-9498, people. And also join the discussion below. Throw out your questions, throw out your comments, okay? And then... Um, You know, in your own situation, when you start arguing, a lot of people have a hard time expressing themselves, you know, especially when you're fighting and arguing, because the arguing and the fighting, let's face it, gives you a lot of power, right? Makes you feel more controlled, more, you know what? The louder I yell, the more I'm gonna be hurt. And it's it's sort of ironic with you parents out there too. It's funny, when I used to work with kids years ago, I get parents all the time, that would I've been yelling and screaming at them for five years Greg and they won't listen and I look at them and I'm like um really <laughs> five years and you still haven't <laughs> learned that it's not working but you're doing the same thing over and over again right definition of insanity right absolutely I sit there and laugh and all this stuff but I get it the frustration builds and builds and builds and again the routine so when that parent starts yelling and screaming and maybe you've had that partner out there that yells and screams all the time, and no, it's not always men. It's a lot of times it's women too, people, that their partner will shut down. Just like the parent yelling and screaming, the kid sort of tunes them out. It's like, all they hear is meh, 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 meh. That's it. They're not listening, okay? Because all you're going to do is yell at me, belittle me, criticize, whatever. We shut down and we tune out, okay? So we stop listening. And the other person is just yelling and screaming. Remember I said at the beginning where you yell and scream and the other person sort of withdraws and doesn't do anything, says anything, makes the other one even mad, more raged, explosive, right? Because if they yell and scream and argue back, that means they care, right? We need to get rid of that mindset and to be able to speak from our feelings, okay? I feel hurt. I feel, you know, disrespecting. You know what? I felt, That that was rude When we talk from the, you know, I feelings aspects, okay It's going to help detour the situation with the rage And the anger and all that aspect, okay And a lot of rage, a lot of anger, let's face it It could be genetic It could be how we're raised Maybe our family of origin was used to yelling and screaming all the time And we, you know, that's how you do But we still love each other And some people might not, um You know, it might not look at the situation to where um, that's going to happen, okay? That it's going to stop. You need it to calm down and stop. Your hurt, your fears, your insecurities, they need to be addressed, okay? But fighting, yelling, screaming, it's not going to happen, okay? It's going to create further distance. It's going to create a huge, huge... Upheaval even more in your relationship and the one thing you're trying to be heard about It's gonna build and build and build resentful instead of looking at you know what? Trying to express from the heart in the soul Not always easy because a lot of people are afraid to be vulnerable and a lot of people are afraid to go there and Look at those situations, okay? How many people also the fighting and the arguing and all those aspects how, how often um, are they related to being criticized? Uh, maybe you have a partner that's always criticizing, negative. You should do this, you should do that. And all of a sudden you take it now, you know, for so long, and then it enrages, okay? It just, you blow up, okay? Oh my God, I'm sick of this. And you just go there, okay? That's where I tell people you want to bring up issues as soon as possible. Because if you allow those to build, The resentment, the hurt, the feelings of disrespect, you name it, okay? You allow them to build, you're going to blow up, okay? That's when, you know, the rage and the buildup comes up and you explode. I want you, part of stopping or maybe downplaying the fighting or reducing it. There we go, there's a better term. Reducing the fighting and the arguing aspect is to be able to speak from the heart, okay, and be able to come across issues now, not letting them build up, so they don't explode and you turn into these constant arguments aspects. Bella, hey, hey, what's up? <coughs> Welcome. Um, so, you know, speak from the heart. When issues arise, talk about them now. Do not let them build up, okay? And it's very, very difficult. I know that for people that do not like... Um, confrontation, do not like to bring up issues, do not like to rock the boat, they're afraid that it's going to create an argument, are afraid that their partner maybe won't care how they feel, but by doing this, you have a right to do this, so give yourself permission to talk about the issues as soon as they come up, you know, I'm not talking if something happens, you're at a dinner party, relative's house, and you start talking about this right in front of everybody, no, that isn't what I mean by talking about it right away, when you're in private, when you can even you know what hey can i talk to you a minute and are you able to um you know talk to you pull them off grab a ear you know can i talk to you for a second whatever and address the issue you don't want to make a big scene for you or anybody else okay um got a question what do you say to people who won't let you speak but instantly start rising to a boil this is very very difficult and i touched touched on this at the beginning, this is one thing you try to address their feelings. Okay, it's a great question. What do you do when these people won't let you speak? And believe me, I on a daily basis I have clients like this that has a hard time letting the other one speak or even letting me speak. And then I'm going to be a lot more assertive and maybe being downright um, more aggressive in how I handle that. Um, you know, being disrespectful. I one thing I get you want to be heard. Okay, tell them this. I get you want to be heard, but I'd like to be heard too. Address what they're feeling, okay? Address what they're feeling. And even say, "I, you know what, I see you're upset. I get you're hurt, you're mad, whatever. However, you're not going to talk to me this way. I want you to talk to me. Don't yell at me, okay? And you can say it in a very, not a condescending, oh, there you go again, yelling again. Do you understand how that fuels the fire and fuels the rage? I want the other person to control them, and their rage, their anger, that's on them, and they need work to be able to subdue that, but I'm trying to help you where you can maybe help the relationship or marriage tone that anger and that rage down. So speak from, you know what, I see you're mad, I see you're angry. Right there, they're going to say, oh, they're listening to me, okay? Now, you know what, what are you feeling? Hit on that. Ask them. Ask them questions and some people then come back with if they keep raising and boiling and rage. you know what i want to hear you however you're not going to yell at me okay so you have to deliver self-respect for your self self-respect for your respect i should say for your partner to be able to hit that and limit the chances for the rage and everything to build so that would be my suggestion to hit on that Bella to be able to look at, you know what, come from the I feelings, okay? Whatever, you know, I see, you know, I see this. Center on their feelings, whatever, and maybe they're going to get it and lower the rage. Some people, I'm going to be honest with you, it's going to take practice. It's not going to be a one-time thing, but hopefully, the more you do it, the quicker the other partner is not going to reach the rage and look at what's going on, okay? Like I said, some people have a very hard time with anger issues or rage issues and that's part of genetics or part of who their personality is and if you want to deal with that person or be with that person you know that's up to you okay i'm not saying you shouldn't be that's your decision but that's something it could do and also talk about you know what it hurts it hurts my feelings ooh being vulnerable again you know i feel disrespected when you yell and scream at me like this when you you know yell scream call me names so come with how you feel not blaming not badgering not yelling back and forth okay and i feel disrespected i feel hurt that you yell and scream at me like this i want to talk to you i'm not going to yell and scream back and forth okay now it's up to them if they go ahead and continue that you know what i want you i'm i'm going to talk to you but i'm not going to talk to you like this when you calm down i want to hear you and then you can walk away, okay? Walk away, get out of that situation, okay? Don't continue back and forth aspect. Some people they're gonna yell, scream, they might try to grab you, which I you know I'm never for that at all. Because they want to be heard so bad and you know it's all about them and their rage and their anger. You know what? Don't allow that to happen, okay? Keep walking away and reaffirm, you know what? I'd love to hear you but I'm not gonna listen. You calm down. and I'd love to hear you. I'm not gonna get yelling and screaming, and I'm not gonna get yelled and screamed at. Okay. So try that avenue, and hopefully it'll help you out. <clears throat> I find that when they cannot stop the conversation, bullying a person um, must, uh, yeah, bullying a person, abandon the conversation until the person can have better controlled perspective. That's basically exactly what I said. So. Um, thank you. I agree you want to try to remove yourself, but also tell them you know what it's important I want to hear you. I want to hear what's going on However, I'm not going to get yelled and screamed at so once you you know can talk to me. I'd love to hear it But I'm walking away from this okay tell that person Explain to them what's going on and then you do it. Okay, don't go back and forth well and they could Call you names, right? You ch- I'm being nice there. You chicken, you coward, you don't care about me, you don't love me, you rotten jerk, whatever it is, right? To try to get you to stay so you don't walk away. You still walk away. Do not try to get those things so personal. They're trying to bait you into arguing, right? We can't argue with somebody that doesn't argue back with us. And it's very difficult, and I do not want fiscal altercations at all, okay? When fiscal altercations come into play, you need to break, you need to be able to separate from that situation ASAP, okay, <clears throat> and try to get some help. So, you know, reach at that. Be firm. Have self-respect. And not allow yourself to get goaded in to an argument and yelling. Remember I said, no name-calling, no belittling, no screaming at each other. Sounds so simple, but it's not that easy to deal with, okay? When you're speaking from the feeling aspects, okay, that you're trying to figure out what's going on with your partner, chances are it's going to reduce the tendencies of the yelling, the screaming. They're going to feel like, oh my god, they get me, or at least they care, okay? When you start letting all the stuff build up and build up and you blow up, then it starts like this, right, people? I don't want that. I want Togetherness—that you have a better understanding of each other. Even if you say, you know what, it's important to me that you know what you care about how I feel. Or what if you said that to your partner? You know, it's important. You know, it's important to me. I care. You know, or just you know, I care how you feel. You're just not going to scream and yell at me when you come from those feelings, the affirmations, the heart, the soul. Chances are, it's going to reduce the anger tendencies. Okay not at all um it's gonna help okay when i said not not at all it's very difficult to argue and yell at somebody if there's an issue i love you however you get me i love you though you're not going to talk to me this way you're my world however i'm not going to allow you to disrespect me when you start coming up with the first affirmation you know I, i love you you're my world um you're my soul whatever it is it's very difficult that people get on guard right when you say those things when you say those affirmations or terms of endearment if you will it's very difficult that people are gonna be enraged and it's gonna create the defenses it's gonna lower those defenses and create a wedge in those defenses or a hole in those defenses where people are gonna listen more and you're more apt to talk about the issues and not create the arguing and yelling and screaming, okay? And it just rips people apart I, on a daily basis. I'm in here, people yelling and screaming at times, and I, I look at them, and uh, I'll let it go on for a little bit, and I'll say, did you get that out of your system? Is that what you're paying me for, to listen to you argue and scream? I get it. It's not easy. It's, it's very difficult. Everybody wants to be heard. Everybody wants their feelings to be validated, to be addressed, so I'm trying to give you the tools to go after it, go after the feelings right away, do not allow yourself to be disrespected, and to be called names, okay, that's very belittling, very degrading, and if it happens, you need to jump on it right away, okay, meaning, you need to show remorse for doing it, you need to do, don't blame the other person, okay, then we have the tip for tap. (laughs) Well, if you didn't make me mad, I wouldn't have called you this, right? <clears throat> you made me so mad that that tells me that other person has control over you. You get it? You have control over you. That's your responsibility. I'm pointing a finger. How rude of me, right? I'm pointing a finger at you, but you have the responsibility to control you. Okay, and if you have a hard time doing that, and I know we all get upset, we all get mad, we all we're human, right? But what we do with that—that's on us. We do not have to be goaded into an argument. We do not have to yell and scream back. Okay, it's part of getting—you uh, can look it up YouTube about emotional um, intelligence and having emotional control. And it's part of that you can be heard, that you deserve that, but you're not going to sell yourself out and get into the name-calling and the bashing and all those situations. And if your partner isn't willing to get help, you know what? Then you have decisions to make what's best for you, that you're not going to be in that type of environment, okay, where you get yelled at, you get screamed at, and there's constant fighting and everything else. A lot of times I tell people the basis for a lot of arguing and the fighting aspect is, not having your feelings heard or having you know even represented by your other by your partner okay that they don't care about how you feel that's where a lot of you know feelings of disrespect not love not desired not being a priority come into play and a lot of people you know can start with I feel this way but the other person's gonna do whatever they hell they want anyways right then again decisions need to be made. Into you know what is this relationship or marriage viable and is it a healthy situation for me, okay? So hopefully some ideas Talk from the heart talk from the soul go after your partner's feelings aspect about what's going on with them versus The going back and forth and joining in the argument, okay back away from that and also if they can't they don't shut down Or that doesn't work you need to walk away from but reinforce you want to hear them but you're only going to hear them if they talk to you, not yell and call you names, okay? And then walk away, get away from there, okay? So hopefully this helped. Peace and love to everybody out there as well. Check out theartofrelationships.org, people. Talk to you tomorrow at noon Eastern. Take care. My name is Mike Morford, and I host the podcast, The Murder of My Family. We've all heard about horrible murder cases in the news. Most of the time, we listen for a moment, but then go about our daily routine. Have you ever wondered who those victims were or how their deaths affected their families? On my podcast, you'll hear from their loved ones and get a view of the case from an insider's perspective. You can listen to The Murder of My Family on the Spreaker app for free and even comment on episodes. And I can read and respond to your comments. Be sure to check out new episodes of The Murder of My Family every other Saturday on Spreaker.